0: Welcome to another episode of the X-Experts Divorce Etc. Podcast, where we give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Why? We've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. And keep in mind, you can get X-Experts in your inbox by signing up for our newsletter, get the latest news and find out all about our events before anyone else, plus access special discounts and prices. Head to xexperts.com to subscribe. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of Divorce, Etc. We are very excited to have with us today Ben and Nikki, who are the authors behind the book Our Happy Divorce. Um, Just fun fact, I had read their book randomly about two and a half years ago and loved and totally related to the fact that they have a very amicable divorce and have been able to move on and raise their son um, in a very peaceful co-parenting way. Well, peaceful, we'll find out, I guess, but... um, (laughs) I I really admire what they've done and um, I'm really excited to be able to meet them today. So welcome, you guys. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having us. We're excited.
0: So, you know, there are three sides to every story, as we all know. But to just give a little bit of background, Nikki, can you give us some insight into kind of what your marriage looked like and sort of what led to the divorce?
2: (laughs) Oh, and look at that look he's giving me. This is
3: this is a uh, video recorded too. So. I know. So well, everyone's gonna get to everyone see will see it. Just
2: gave me.
1: Oh no, that was a look of anticipation. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to hear. It. I
2: was no. I was gonna say we were two young pups that fell in love, or what we thought was love, and we followed the pattern of what's supposed to come next, and we uh, were moving to Florida, and from California and obviously the next step was, well, I'm not going to move across the country for you unless I know that there's something past that. Normally that would be the girl saying that, but it was the boy saying that like, I'm not, you're not taking me away from my family. But anyways, so we did, we got married and I think that we got kind of the lines crossed of being in love and loving each other. Mm -hmm. And we ended up, you know, quickly feeling like we were almost like two ships passing in the night or like just two friends living together.
0: How quickly did you think? Uh,
1: Honeymoon? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, that That wasn't appropriate. Uh,
3: Um, I see the divide between the two of you very clearly now. (laughs) We'll
2: get to your side then. Right. Um, How, I don't know, I mean. I I don't, I don't exactly, I mean, I think that there was, well, here's, here's one thing on my wedding day, I got sick, like sick to my stomach where I went like down in some room where are we, where our reception was and literally took my dress off and had to have someone go find a dress for me because I was like sick to my stomach and like had to find some doctor that was going to give me something. So I didn't throw up all over the place. Oh my gosh. You think now that was like a sign? That
0: might have been a sign. That might have been a sign. How long were you guys together before you got married?
1: Four Four years. Four years. Okay. Yeah. And it was at that age. I mean, we were in our 20s and you're. This is what
2: you do next.
3: This is
1: what you do next.
2: Believe me, I would never take back anything because during those first few, I mean, that's when we had Asher. So, I mean, it was, I feel like we were meant to be married and we were meant to have this child because he's supposed to be here. Right. And
3: be his parents. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's really awesome. Really?
0: And so what do you, so you just felt like at the end of the day, you are kind of, we're just better off friends. It just sort of fell off. And then how, how did, like, who, who so initiated the liking
2: each other? To a point like right be right before a divorce like we really just didn't like each other mm-hmm. but i think it was more or less we didn't like ourselves and that in turn made us really hate each
1: other
0: right okay and ben, yeah. what was your perspective I
1: mean, I, yeah i mean my perspective is pretty similar i think that um you know both of us had a v- almost visceral reaction on our wedding day and i remember very clearly uh doing my hair uh, at the way and look my
2: hair. Right. <laughs> when I
1: had hair uh, and, and what that meant was just putting a little gel and, you know, putting my, but uh, putting looking in, in my, the mirror, looking in the mirror and uh, saying, oh shit. Yeah. Basically saying you shouldn't do this. And, and looking wow. back on it, like my intellect took over and said, oh, you just have cold feet and, you know, j- trying to work it through, but mm-hmm. looking back on it, like that was an authentic, uh, uh, wow. feeling. And, and, and so you know, I, it, looking back on it, you know, the hindsight, the whole 2020 thing, but but we just, like Nikki said, got the lines of, of loving each other, being in love, uh, uh, society pressures, you know, that we were in our 20s. I was moving across the country like we should be doing this. Mm-hmm, yeah,
2: um, like These were the steps we were supposed to take.
1: And then, you know, th- that even though we were like roommates and, 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 you know, two ships, and and there wasn't a lot of like awful fighting. It wasn't that kind of party. It was just like, uh, surviving. It wasn't living. Like we weren't living a a, a blissful, happy marriage.
2: But also part of me didn't know if it was the fact that he did move across the country for me, leaving his whole family. So I didn't know if like part of him was a little bit of that,
1: and it was and and that's the thing of of where the resentment started to build up and, and you know i blamed nikki for moving me to uh tampa like she right. you know like but handcuffed handcuffed him. me I and put you know handcuffed country. me and put in the back of a coupe de ville and <laughs> drove me across country you know but it wasn't but but that's how the this and then these resentments just started building up and we started having problems and nikki was uh, you know, wanting me to be a different person. I was wanting her to be a different person. And then we would, you know, come together. but we were always sort of in love with the person that the other person, we wanted the other person to be, to or be. the other person said they were going to be.
0: Mm-hmm. And, so, and,
1: and Yeah, go on.
0: No, I was going to say, so who, like, when did you initiate the idea of getting divorced? Who brought it up first? And right. like, was it a conversation and was it totally mutual? Did you guys have to think about it?
1: Yeah, well with us I mean and, and I don't know if it's like this for most marriages but I would assume uh you know uh, our divorce decision wasn't made because we had a fight one night at a restaurant. You know, it right. it was a little of a of a tango, but, right? Uh, of a dance of let's
2: fix it, let's break up, let's I'll move together. out and
1: then we'll come back and I'll move in, you know, and 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 that kind of dance for a while. Um and then it was Nikki's favorite story.
2: Very dramatic.
1: Right. This is not my finest moment, Very but was, we're, we're being honest here. We're honest with our story. So I saw, let's do it. Right? I was right? out
2: of town and I came home. Oh, wait, hold on. No,
1: hold on. on. Like, you can tell the story, but, but <laughs> we had decided uh, to, that we were going to work on the marriage. Nikki had started a jewelry company, but she was spending a lot of time traveling and she would committed to staying more in town and, and you know, working on this marriage and, and I was staying at a hotel and I'd come home. And Nikki's very famous for her calendar. She's like, you know, uh, the calendar quintessor paper calendar. Like
3: actually, write them still. Right. And, oh, and so I am your girl. I buy either. the extra Color the large ones oh, yeah. So I could write right. a lot of things in one box. So, I love it.
1: So uh, I'd looked on the fridge and there was a calendar over the next month. And it was like she was gone so many days of the month. And I just it just hit me right there that Thank this you Well, that's we you know <laughs> hey the great paradox of the world, right? Both things can be true. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I looked at it and it just hit me right then that this isn't like, nothing's going to change. And that was the turning point for me. And, and then,
2: but I feel like was the turning point, but I was, go- was I gone? Yeah, you were gone. I was gone. So then when I came home, mm-hmm. I came home to in my bathroom a ripped up photo of the three of us and Aww. his ring on my bathroom sink so now i mean right now i could laugh at a, that then i did not laugh at it but now
0: i can no i would I'm imagine like, that would be a little jarring it was yeah. like the
2: most dramatic thing to find in my bathroom well that was yeah, well, a clear it, signal
1: it, it was yeah. a little so know,
2: that was that was
1: it, it was probably done you know that, but that. Where it was, I mean, it, like yeah. when I saw the the calendar, it wasn't like all of a sudden I was like, "Oh, we're gonna go, we're gonna get divorced, and we're gonna have this." Yeah, you know, we well, <laughs> were like
2: trying to be a meanie,
1: right? We were gonna write a book, you know, twelve years later, fourteen years later, called "Our right. Happen." No, I was angry, I was bitter, yeah. I was pointing the finger at Nikki, and I wanted to do things at that point to hurt her.
3: Right, and,
1: and what was the most dramatic way I could hurt her was to rip up a picture of a of uh, uh, the three of us and put my wedding ring smack at in the middle. I mean, like s- it up.
0: so Nikki, so were you like? I'm, I'm out of here. No, I mean, I, I had just got, so I was like,
2: oh shit. And I think the first thing I did, I think I called my sister and I was like, um, I think that I, I think I have a problem. She was like, what seems to be the problem?
3: <laughs> well,
1: did your sister say you've had a problem for seven years?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and that's so a I, long I mean,
3: time. Yeah, That's so- a long time for you guys to, for anyone to go back and forth. Like, yeah. It just sounds like your heart was really in it, like you really wanted it to be what you hoped it was going to be, but you can't make something out of—I don't want to say the word nothing—but you can't lie to yourself. The right stuff wasn't there to be what you envisioned, and and really, like a lot of people think about this fairy tale and you know dream up this dream, especially after you know divorce. I'm going to meet Prince Charming or whatever, like. You gotta you face the that facts that about you <laughs> and yourself and your situation, yeah. and it's gonna be awesome in a fairy tale, but it's not gonna look like right. what you thought it was gonna look.
2: No, and I think for me too, I'm like very much a fixer. So anything like, so obviously I tried to fix it first. Right. And I think that we tried to fix it. You know, we tried to go to therapy together, but I mean, the more we looked at it, it was kind of like, okay, who are, we th- who are we fixing this for? Like, right. like, it's not going to be good for him for us to fix it for our son, because it's not going to teach him what love's really what love's supposed to look like. Right. right.
1: Yeah. And if, I mean, Nikki has uh, said it, so I think it's fair, even with that wedding ring and me being done and everything, she still wanted to find a way or she would have found a way for us to stay together. Right? And, well, and it, it would have been time. like a
0: band aid for another right, right. little period yes, of time. Sure. But
1: she would have done it because of, of our son. Because you know, at that point, you probably think that it, we, she probably thought, or and we both thought that it would be better for us to be together, right? Despite the you know how unhappy we were, uh, and, oh, and, right. and and she wanted to work on the marriage or at least stay married,
2: right? Ever, and I, you know, because she's a fixer. Yeah, and I didn't come from a broken family. So my parents are still married. Us too. Fifty some years later, so it was like for me that was like, oh God, like I don't know, nobody in my family was divorced. Yeah, right. And so it was like, hi, 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 so- hi, semi-religious parents. That's what <laughs> your youngest daughter's getting a divorce.
0: When you, you know. decided, okay, you know what? That's what's going to be the best decision for us. We really are going to move forward with a divorce. Where in that was the conscious decision to make it amicable or was it not that amicable during the, the initial part and became amicable later? Talk us through the, through the process.
2: It always was more amicable for me. I maybe in part because my parents are still together and because I never went through that. And I would hear horror stories about families going through that. And, you know, friends growing up and seeing people whose kids, We're just like constantly hurting from that. So for me, I always tried to start amicable. This one, not so much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, say goodnight to the bad guy. Um, But the, uh, um, no, when I left, you know, and made that decision, I was um, angry, bitter, hurt, um, you know, the the two big, Fu buttons on my, in my life are romance and finance. And, and, you know, at the end of a marriage, they were being pushed very fast and very quickly. Right. So, uh, you know, and, and the way that I deal with, you know, trying to, I guess, protect th- those underlining emotions was through anger, um, mm-hmm. and through, uh, a little bit of bitterness and a lot of bitterness and, and, and some spitefulness. And so I immediately, called, uh, and if you're listening and you're, uh, thinking yeah. about getting divorced or you're getting divorced, do not do this. <laughs> um, my first call was after some research was to the best divorce attorney, uh, in Tampa.
0: Yeah. And meaning, and- meaning like a shark,
1: meaning yes. like a shark. Um, I did that too. And, it's
3: a knee-jerk knee-jerk, and,
1: and the knee jerk reaction, knee jerk. And the, the, crazy thing about it or not the crazy thing, but it just shows you the power of, of these emotions and, and everything with divorce is Nikki's experience with her parents. I, I was the polar opposite. I came from a very high conflict divorce and I okay. grew up in it and it was awful. And yet I was still, uh, consciously, I guess, it may, uh, uh, going to go through that same, go down that same path with, with my son. Um, but I called his lawyer and I told him, you know, we sat down and he, you know, said, uh, I, I told him what I wanted. He said, we can get this. Uh, the other thing is, uh, if you sit down with a lawyer and they say yes, they can get you everything that you want. Run.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Run.
2: I'm convinced that it was. The They'll same. charge
3: you all that they can yeah. to pretend they're going to get you everything that you want.
2: And it's the same
1: thing they give everybody. Right. but They just change the names on it. So he he you know we we sat down. And he said he was going to prepare something, and he he wrote this like 35 minutes, page print right pr- press print. 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 It was like this 35 page memo. On like the attack plan because I wanted to destroy Nikki, so this was his uh, plan to destroy Nikki, um, and I carried it around in my uh, backpack for I didn't pick it up for for a little bit, and I was on a red eye back from L.A. to Tampa, you know, and I don't know what it was at that moment, right? I don't know if it was the everybody sleeping and just the reading lights or just, and, and I started reading it, and I got Maybe
2: you were just tired from sowing your single oats in California. <laughs>
1: Maybe, (laughs) Um, possibly, but uh, no. So I I, I started reading it and and I got like two pages into it and it was the first time in a long time in my life where I couldn't continue to buy my own bullshit. Right. And, and, and and I saw, I knew I put it down because I knew where that path ended. I I, I was able to tap into my experience with my parents. I was able to tap into the, the reality that there's no way uh, there are some exceptions that are outside our pay grade, but it, at the end of the marriage, that it could be one person's fault. It took two, right, to, right. It took two to ruin that relationship, yeah. and yeah. I needed to do some work on myself. So, the second, so, I, so I put it away. I called him on Monday. said, thank you, Manone, thank you, um, and I made a call to the person that should have been my first call, and that was to a therapist. Um, and, and I called Nikki and I said, look, I need some time. I need, you know, uh, and I'm also in, in recovery and I needed to go to, uh, you know, do some work on that. And, and so I just, I, I just did some work on myself and, and and tried as hard as it was to not deal with what Nikki's problems were. Yeah. She had them. She has. Them.
2: I mean, has, that means presently.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got issues. We all do. <laughs> um, but You know, the, the, the thing about the divorce is uh, the emotional side of it. And then the apathetic business side of it, right? It's
0: it's, honestly like the things that you're saying are things that we have been like preaching right? ever since we started X experts, like don't follow your knee jerk reaction and just call the lawyer first, like make sure that you do the work on yourself, you know, separate out as best you can the emotional side of it, and the The practical business side of it, because that's where everybody gets caught up. It's like, exactly what you're saying is really what we want people to understand. And I love the fact that like, in retrospect, now you're looking back, realizing that those are the things that people need to do. And 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 if 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 you don't take care of you, right? I mean, then the lawyer's gone, right? Divorce is
3: over. And then you're like, Holy shit! Right. Now what? what? Where's my tea?
1: I was what am I in gonna such do with myself? a. Her- I like you don't
3: want to first start that at the right. end of your divorce. My divorce took four years, Ooh. and so that whole like let's start focusing on how you're never going to let a person like that in your life again. That was like my first work and also how to manage a divorce with a narcissist. Like I, I was being pulled by my, you know. Legs, neck, whatever. I didn't have a choice through this process. But I had to look at me like, how did I even marry a guy like this? How did I even let somebody treat me like this? This isn't me. And then, like, becoming yourself. So, really, kudos to you, Ben, because especially Ben, only because men in general do not do that kind of thing. They do not, um, you know, it's more difficult to share. Women are are, we're like born to share and yeah. talk and like shares. girl gang and community yeah. and everything. And guys are like macho and, you know, just, you know whatever, you know, fucker or whatever. We love to get right. in touch with your so, feminine yes. side. <laughs> yes. No, yeah. Well, you're well so that you can have a great life, be a great dad, be, you know.
1: When I get enough pain, I, I, I you know, pain's a great motivator for okay. me. So that, that that's when I usually that's whatever get works. But, yeah. I, but the narcissist, it's funny. I uh, went to my therapist And she came came in uh, and and I said, Barbara, I think I got it. I said, I think I I didn't say I think I said, I'm a narcissist. No, just laugh. Oh, and she started laughing. (laughs) And I said, Barbara, what's I thought we had a breakthrough, right? I thought, you know, I I read about it and I think, you know, I check all the box. She goes, no, you're not a narcissist. She goes, first of all, no narcissist would come in my office. And diagnose themselves as a narcissist. Right. She goes, and second, no, you're just an asshole. Yep. Right? You're just yes. a hurt. And, and what she meant was that, like a hurt and wounded man like me. Yes. Smells, feels, tastes like narcissism, but it's just, you know, I was hurt, angry. Um
2: you just for being a jerk.
1: Yeah. And, and, and so the, the, the work, and I can't emphasize this enough, like there, I, I don't know, you guys are the experts, right? Like, like there's no award for getting divorced the quickest. Right. right. Except for a lot of pain and suffering. Right. Uh, and, and spending a lot of money, money. on, on the money. Right. And and, and the other uh, fallacy is, is after all that, you know, your four years, like it didn't all of a sudden get great. I mean, you just get a lifetime of pain and suffering um, right. and, and, and the work that I did. And then Nikki did, too. I mean, I'm not the only one to, uh, you know, tout, uh, you know, this, this levity, the this spiritual greatness. You know, she went to therapy, too. Sure. And, and, and we put the business side, oh, you know, and, and took our time and worked through it and worked through what our part in, in the ending of the marriage was, right. and that was the turning point.
2: I mean, I think the biggest turning point too was realizing that we wouldn't wanted to be married to ourselves either. Like at that point, that helped us like go, okay, well, wait a minute, I wouldn't want to be married to me. Like I'm right. not, I'm not this person that I thought I was. Right. And I'm like this other person. So who the hell would want to be married to me now, anyways?
3: Yeah. And did
0: it, you, Yeah. wasn't asked if Nikki, did you think when you were first starting off that it was going to be able to be amicable or are you thinking this no, is going to be a fight? I
2: did not. I thought it was going to be horrible, but I just kept trying, like I didn't, I didn't really fight, like I, which is rare for me because I'm a fighter.
1: She would have. I she mean, would've. there's no, no question. No, that. It
2: like if, if I knew that that's where we were going, I would not have, I would not have sat down and just went quietly, but I tried not to just because in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't want to screw this kid up. Like, I don't want to screw this kid up.
1: But, and you know, and she, she gave me grace. I mean, she, she was, I did. When, when I but called, also
2: hard for me to do. right.
1: And, and, and when I called her and, you know, and, and said I needed some time and nothing's changed, but I just need some time to, and she said, take as much time as you need. You know, she knew that about my recovery. She said, you know, do what you need to do. And, and, and then we can, you know, reconvene. And what that looked like.
2: Please don't drink, blame it
1: on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have drank at you really yeah, easily. I know. Um, but the, uh, the next time I called her, the next meeting we had was part of this process of, of looking at myself and, and, and cleaning up my side of the street and, you know, coming to the sobering, uh, no pun intended, but realization that I wouldn't want to be married to me either at that mm-hmm. point was to make amends. To, you know, and, and, and so I called her.
2: I mean, you called me out of
1: the blue. And this is where the book really, like, we're, we're, it was really a, a great experience to be able to see her uh, experience on, on the same thing, is that I called her and I asked her to coffee.
2: And I was like, well, we're going to coffee. It's in a public place. He's not going to try to kill me. But, like, and I had to call him. I'm like, do I go? Am I supposed to? Like, how do I feel? And I mean, I was scared to death. I'm like, but he's not going to yell at me because we're in public. Right, well, right. I'm not going to kill you. Or you're not going to kill me because we're in public. Right. But I was scared to death because we hadn't spoken. And it's I mean, the it's, unknown. And it's and the it unknown. We totally didn't know unknown. where
3: his mind was going. And
1: yeah, no, uh, that's the, the fear.
3: Like, oh.
1: And it, it, looking back on it, like in hearing that and how hard it was, like that was sort of a dick move uh, of not telling her. But it wasn't done like th- this is the difference is it right. wasn't done right. premeditated. You know, like you
2: weren't like, oh, I'm going to make her squirm. Right. I'm
1: going to make her sweat. But so, anyways, I, I, we went to coffee. And I sat her down, and 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 I. But
2: you did get me coffee, and I he. I mean, obviously, he knows what kind of coffee I drink and how I drink it, and so it was sitting. A little there and I was like, Oh, oh, maybe this isn't going to be as bad as I thought it was going to be. And, All right, and, so you didn't think
3: he put something in your coffee? No, so that's no, good.
2: That's, no, but you no, know, I'm surprised
0: I didn't think that. I'm
1: surprised I didn't I just think about like, that sure, either. Drink. Right, <laughs> sip, take a drink I first. beg you,
0: sip it first. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking a quick break here to talk about our partner, Athletic Greens, which has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to see what all the hype was about, and I love it. You know I'm into health and wellness and love to use all of my essential oils and stuff, and one scoop of AG1 is 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole-food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. It's for gut health, immunity, energy, focus, aging, all the things. I mix it in water or a smoothie before or after the gym, and it works for everyone. If you're keto, gluten-free, vegan, paleo, and dairy-free. And every time you buy, they donate to organizations that help get nutritious food to kids in need, like No Kid Hungry. This is a simple way to take care of your health with just one scoop and a cup of water a day. That's it. Plus. To make it easy, you'll get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com emerging and take control of your health starting now. If you're enjoying our Divorce Etc. podcast, be sure and subscribe to our newsletter to get ex-experts in your inbox. It's free and includes tips from real-life experts who've been through it telling you what they wish they knew. You'll also hear about our upcoming episodes and Q&As with our experts. Plus, you'll find out about our upcoming events before anyone else and get access to discounts and preferred pricing. You can sign up at www.experts.com. <laughs>
1: yeah, so, you well, know, part, well, that's, of,
0: that's, part of the process you know, was
1: making, yeah. uh, you know, saying I was sorry. And, and it wasn't done for any other reason than just, look, my side of the, my side of the street was dirty. I apologize. I love you. Um, and and then, you know, she in turn apologized to me and and we say it and it's sort of not joking, but it's really the only time in the 25 years or so that we've known each other that we've apologized to each other.
0: But that was was like a a turning point for you guys to be able to then figure out how to do it in a way that worked for you guys and for Asher. Yeah. And it sounds like there was underlying
3: and now very visible mutual respect, which I definitely lacked in my marriage. And that's, that's what I get from what you guys have said is just respecting one another is, is so important. And then you can take baby steps to communicate and get on the same page, but you know, you, you wave the flag, Ben, and it worked so i'm so you know so let's so let's start on now you guys are on a you know on a even more even playing field now in terms of your emotions and what you want to do and you've had time to think through things so what happens next
2: i think for us you know once we got all the you know financial stuff and things like that out of the way i think that we really had our mindset on hey you know what let's just be able to amicably sit next to each other, sit next to each other at an event. Mm -hmm. If it's Asher's birthday, you know what, go to the birthday party, not necessarily together, but both be there. Or, you know, if it's, you know, his baseball game or a football game, like let's, just sit next to each other. So he doesn't have to choose. Oh, I'm gonna go over to mom first. I'm gonna go over to dad first. Or
1: try to remember who did I go over to? Cause that's what I had to deal with. Right? right? At
2: least he could just come to both of us together. And not hurt feelings. Hurt feelings. We tried to just be able to be in the same room together. I mean, never in a million years did we imagine to be where we are today with our relationship and our families and our two families together. But I mean, we just wanted to be like to be able to be together.
1: Yeah, and I think the the, the, the the other major turning point was at after we apologized to each other, I I didn't have any other motivation behind that, but but just because her authenticity with, with her apology that I felt that it was the right time, I said, Well, do you have any problem with joint custody fifty fifty uh with Asher? And she said, absolutely not. Of course. And I said, you know what? All the other shit can be worked out.
0: Right. Right. And all
1: it didn't become our happy divorce after that. Like it didn't become this, you know, land of rainbow waterfalls and unicorns after that meeting, but there was just some space to breathe. It's also, you know, when you have that pressure on your chest or anxiety and and all of a sudden the elephant gets removed and it's just easier to take a breath. Like at that moment, that was the feeling. And, And we, you know, then,
2: We took little baby
1: steps. We took baby steps, but but, but as far as the business side of it afterwards, uh, you know, we had our lawyers, we had everything, but we sat at the same coffee shop and went through our divorce agreement and just said, like, let's see if we can figure this out. And
2: we didn't fight over coffee pots. We didn't fight over, like, you know, the silly stuff. right?
1: Right. And we actually ended up after five or six meetings at that coffee shop, figuring out our divorce and then handing it to the lawyers and saying,
2: and letting them turn around, looking at us and saying, are you sure this is what you want? Like, are you right. sure? Yeah. It, and it,
1: we're like, yeah,
2: this is, let's just, let's just, I, over. I
0: had a very similar experience. My I've been divorced twice, uh, but my, well, actually both of them were somewhat similar to that because it was like, we really just worked it out. I mean, and, and then gave it to the lawyers and we're like, can you just put this into the document the way that it needs to be? Um, And, and it, it worked out. So I, I applaud you guys. Yeah. And that's I, not
1: legal advice. I just want people to know, no, like, I, no. I, I don't recommend, I mean, I, I, it just, was, we had
0: all, lawyers. Right. somebody he has to look at it.
2: Right.
1: But, 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 but that's the know? business side of it. And I think that that's, you know, at the end of the day, nothing gets lawyers uh, that much, but um, that the business people should, be make the business deals. Right? right. They, the lawyers didn't go to business school. <laughs> and 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 so we came up with the terms and then handed the lawyers to put their run-ons and everything else in, in the whereas is but right. after that moment we didn't know what to do we didn't have a handbook we didn't have a you know uh, 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 uh facebook or instagram really to 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 find all the great stuff no, out there really. today
2: we really didn't no
1: and, and so <laughs> what we did and here's our big secret and, and and you know uh is we faked it until we made it
2: all of a sudden, one day, it was almost like, "Oh, okay, it's not so bad." Like, okay, I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really mind
0: being around him.
1: And, and let me, uh, I'd be dismissing if it didn't. It, 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 it was awkward, right? Yes, it, it, sure. it, but we you have to work it.
0: through the awkwardness you to get to the comfort to level
1: because it's not about you. It, right. it wasn't about us. It was about our son. And, and so, sitting next to Nikki at a sporting event, or sitting next to Nikki at at a school event, like. Whether it was two people or 2,000, she was the last person that I wanted to sit next to.
0: Right. But now you'll save each other a seat to make it easier for everybody.
1: And so that's... and and, Now we
0: go on vacations together. And
1: at some point, and we can't pinpoint when it happened, we made it. And it became natural and authentic. So we came full circle of of where we were, of this friendship, of this, you know, loving each other in the beginning of our relationship. To not re- to not really liking each other, to right. to hating each other, back into tolerating each other, to, to loving each other again. Yeah,
0: in so, a much better way. When like such a healthy way. When did you decide we need to write a book and why?
1: That was him. Yeah, that was that was my. Uh, I think
0: because so people
2: kept. Our, yeah. we, since then, we had Instagram. Then. <laughs> People don't believe
0: the story, right? They're like, people
2: would write to us. What's going on over there? uh, Like, see photos that we would post, and you know, I had people that I grew up with who were divorced, like write to me and be like, "What is like? I don't understand this." Right? Like, oh, you guys should write a book, and I'm like, ha, yeah, I don't know how to write a book.
1: And so it was my. Somewhere in the process, I was like, I'm also, like I said, in recovery and I, I truly believe in the relatedness of the human experience. And that's where I've gotten the most change in my life is relating to somebody who's been through, been to hell, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know what it's like to be in hell. You two have been divorced. Like we can relate to each other right, yeah. and, and, and more than doctors, lawyers, you know, or whatever in my life. So I had this idea, Nikki's a little more reserved than I am. When it comes to about certain things yeah um yeah you like your character defects and all your stuff but um <laughs> you know i have no problem i'm a flawed human being but uh but anyways i t- talked to her about it she's like hell no i'm not writing a book and then it was shell but but i i just really want thought it'd be a good thing to get out there um and but there was no way i was going to do it without nikki and, sure. and, and that's the, also the secret is it took two of us to ruin the marriage but it also took two of us to make our life and our happy divorce and the life we have today. So the, you know, there's no way that I could do this book without Nikki. And so eventually, uh, she agreed to do it. Now, this is the funny part it is, uh, you know, we don't live, like I said, we don't live in this, r- our happy divorce er- all the time, right? There, We have fights, we, you know, scream each other, we F each other and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, every time we got in a fight, she would say to me, "I'm not doing your freaking book," and so, and and then she'd get mad for a couple of weeks and then revisit it, and you know, it was like, like, okay. but she would throw that in my face probably twenty seven times, probably um, easily. But
0: then she did it, and I like, did was it. there was did, were you hoping to? Um, I mean, obviously telling your story, but I mean, were you was it like to inspire other people, let people know it's possible? I mean, kind of what was what were or were you thinking bigger things down the road with it? No, it was actually just we we
2: kind of like sat there and said, "You know what? If we could help one couple to understand that like, you know, we're not doctors or lawyers and you know, we just kind of we just kind of winged it and figured it out. That so if we could do it anybody can. Well,
1: that's yeah. and and that's the idea. Like two class A personality types who, you know, when we fight, it's like the 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 rams butting heads. <laughs> right. Um, but it, the the idea behind it was just to give people some hope yeah. uh, in, in a very hopeless uh, situation, uh, mm-hmm. of going through a divorce. Um, and, and you know, it, it, it's almost like, and again, I'm going to use my recovery, but, but w- w- when I was sitting in my first meeting, like, and somebody would say they had 30 days of sobriety or a year or three years or five years, I used to sing to myself, they're so full of shit. Like, there's no way they're lying because they were so far past my realm of, uh, of reality at that moment. And so, but hearing the stories and other people helping up and, and, and you know, making it, uh, you know, giving that, that, that hope was the same premise behind the book is just like, if we can do it uh, now, it might not look like ours. It might not be as, you know, as absurd as ours, uh, to some people, but uh, like Nikki said, in that coffee shop, or when I left the house, If you told me that we were going to write a book called Our Happy Divorce, and we were going to travel together, and we're going to live five houses down from each and all this stuff, I would have looked at you and said, you're crazy. But it (laughs) is so
0: great for people to hear the story and know, like, it may be completely different than what theirs looks like, but just the idea that there are all of these different stories, and there are all different ways for it to come about, and so here's one. People may not be able to replicate what you guys have been able to do, but they might be able to take nuggets of what you guys have done and and apply it to their own situations. And we always talk about, you know, sharing other people's stories because hearing other people's stories, A, makes you realize I can do it if they were able to do it. We're all just regular people, right? There's nothing different. Figuring it out. Right. But like hearing how other people navigate is like, oh, you know what? I never thought of that. That's actually a great idea. I might want to try that. Mm -hmm. So, what did you learn? Like now, looking back after writing the book, what do you think that you learned about marriage, divorce, and what have you learned since (laughs) writing
3: the book? I mean, I'm sure that there are so many new aha moments that you've come to, and you're like, is this really happening right now? Or even in your current vacation together? Right. Like, we like, I mean, yeah, tell us I definitely
2: learned how to fight better. I mean, no, to not, fight better with no, each like other. I fight, no, I fight smarter. Like, you know, when, when, if like Chad and I get into an argument, oh, I
1: you're talking about Chad. Oh, oh, with Chad. Oh, so you
2: took your lesson. I took some of my lessons fight it. now. Oh, with
0: you, I no, I just yell. Yeah. Still
1: just, I she hasn't learned how to fight, better, with how to fight better or, better or better. nicer.
0: No. <laughs> but it's interesting if you really are saying like you actually took things from your marriage with Ben and like apply it now in your marriage and that that's like a recipe for success for you.
2: It does, because, I mean, I learned because a lot of the way I would argue before shuts people down. Mm. Yeah, you're a bully. Probably just, I'm a bully,
0: or you just
2: didn't <laughs> want to listen to
0: she me She just anymore. got taller than you again, babe. Right? I feel like you need to Ooh, sit up
1: again. Yeah, that, uh, that's okay. <laughs> I'm
0: a bully. What did you, all right, so you learned, Nikki, how to fight better, which I think, like, literally being able to fight productively like smarter, is a like huge not, skill. Yeah. Not being yeah. like such a bully, apparently. No, but it's a waste of energy.
3: It's better than the
1: other It's B Exhausting.
0: Words, yeah, it's what exhausting. Is, what else have you guys learned
1: after well, writing th- the book? I I I think uh first of all, the writing the book was a very uh th- therapeutic experience yeah. because yeah. one one thing we did um is respected each other's experience. Right. And, and I didn't read Nikki's parts. I didn't micromanage. Yeah. no, this didn't happen this way vice
2: versa.
1: and vice versa is we put it, we wrote it and it was, you know, our experiences. And, and there were some things that I learned in that book, you know, whatever, 10, 12 years later after we got divorced that I didn't know about. And so, mm-hmm. um, and, and doing the book and, and even, you know, two years, two and a half years later sitting here talking about it, um, Makes me really grateful. um, That
2: you still like me.
1: Yeah, I mean that if I can, you know, get through a marriage with her, that you know, (laughs) and a divorce with her, you can do anything now. Anything's possible, believe me. But that's, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, I like her, you know, and 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 I love her, you know, and and she's a great mother, and and, uh, you know, she's a great friend, and she's, you know, my best friend. So, you know, if I had gone down that road, I mean, it's being recorded. Yeah, um, Nikki, are you thinking
3: of what you're going to say nice to Ben right now?
1: No, she can't. No. Oh. I wonder if I'm in this. Like, no. Let me oh, just know, People, I want to punch in the oh, face. <laughs> I wonder if I'm number. That's your notebook, by That's way. my notebook.
2: Um, I'm working on graduation.
1: <laughs> but um, you know that 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 that's the thing is uh, being able to uh, you know, have, it's so much easier. And I, like I said, I grew up in a high conflict divorce and, and the only people that got hurt. And we've, we haven't really talked about Asher, our son. Um, but he was the driving force behind all this. Um, and, and yeah. he was the reason, you know, people talk a lot about what's best for the kids. Um, now the emotional side, when you, you know, haven't dealt with the emotional side, you can sort of sc- skew that a little bit, uh, and, and rationalize what's best for the kids, but is it really best for the kids or is it what's best for you? Because yes. you're, you're making right. decisions off of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but he, he, you know, we, we were able to have him avoid a terrible situation. Divorce sucks. There's no way around it. Um, but, but, you know, to come out of a terrible situation, I think with the best possible outcome. And that's what our happy divorce means for us. It, it, uh, you might not have the craziness of our lives, but if you can sort of uh, uh, avoid having the kids pay the emotional bill for your adult decisions, you know, I, I think we classify that as a happy divorce.
2: Wow.: no. and I think we are lucky to have the relationship that the two of us have together. I mean, we genuinely really are friends. Well, I we think the journey, like you other.
3: guys have, even though you had to do your own separate work, you were on this journey together. You stayed on the journey together parallel and then come back together again. And, and just coming from a place of not a happy divorce or amicable divorce in any way. Like even you guys just talking about sitting next to each other, like that makes my, makes my gut like turn. And, but if you think about it, it's the simplest act. It's just so little. It only feels so big, but it's really so little. So that's what I Honestly, took from this because I was saying to Jessica, I'm like, I hate it when people say, "Oh, we have the best divorce, and we all travel together, and you know everybody loves each other, and our our boyfriends and girlfriends and whatever." And I was kind of like, which oh, is like my story. I too. was <laughs> kind of like, "F you!" Like, you know what? Yeah. You know, you're making me feel bad that I'm not doing that. Uh, but it, the truth it. of the matter is, we can all take something from each other. Right. And mm-hmm. I know I'm doing the best that I can, and you know, I'm not questioning myself but I'm just saying when I hear stories of perfect divorce I'm like they are so full of crap yeah. there is no way they I don't know. fight and they're not well, angry so um I appreciate you guys being real about it and it's not kumbaya every minute no we've and we've being really and raw and honest because it if your story will resonate now with so many more people. Mm-hmm instead of pretending what it, what it is. Instead right. Of
1: it is. And, and and there's so many, you know, landmines along the process, as you guys know, I mean, and, and we stepped in them, you know, we stepped yeah. in them where this thing could have gone and it's such a slippery slope. And, and, and so, you know, the, the line is very, the, was very thin for us. That's of, how you navigate them. Right. And, 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 but we, you know, continue to sort of just trudge this road to happy destiny. You know, we just continue to uh, you know, put our, done first and and I love what you said about the 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 small gesture but it seems so big right it seems feels feels so huge. big and, yes. and there's there's one moment where Nikki uh had told me so after all this like this you know making amends and this kumbaya and like we we're you know levitating because we were such you know spiritual giants <laughs> uh nikki you know about a year into it or whatever calls me and says she started dating Chad. Um, now Chad was somebody that we knew in, uh, in our, while we were married. And so all of a sudden I get this test, right? Like Nikki's first boyfriend is somebody we knew, uh, you know, in our marriage. Uh, and she had told me that he was going to come to a baseball game of Asher's where I was, and I was coaching. And I just like the whole game, I have one eye over knowing that this is going to go down. Like this is going to be the crash and burn moment. Of our divorce, right? Like I'm either going to make a big scene, be a dick, or I'm going to shine, right? Uh, And so the game ended, and the kids ran over, and you know, dads get stuck cleaning out the dugout, and I was walking over, and I was literally just saying, "What's best for Asher? What's best for Asher?" And so the first thing I, you know, I walked over, and I, I, I I don't know if I hugged Nikki first, but I went over and I gave Chad a hug, you know, and and it was probably a real awkward like. Mm man hug or you know whatever but i just wanted to like disarm the situation for asher and just let him know this is okay right. i didn't want to do it like i didn't it, you know talk about it felt so big it really wasn't that big of a deal but it but it was, it, but it was. Yeah. and it was a big deal i think for asher and for nikki and and for chad just you right. know, like this is okay even though yeah. i didn't feel like it was okay
0: taking the high road is not always easy it's definitely a conscious effort i've been there also but like in different circumstances my husband had an affair and I still was the person who did that with with her because mm-hmm. I was like I didn't want my kids to feel the awkwardness I wanted everybody to be able to be relaxed together, and have them not feel like they're being disloyal to one or the other by loving their parents as hard as they should be allowed to. Right. So I really admire all of that. Um, I. We have so much more. I feel like we barely scratched the surface. We would love to have you guys back and talk more into this because I really feel like you have life lessons for a lot of people out there. And so for everyone who hasn't read your book, um, anyone listening, like definitely it's worth picking up, but I want to have you guys back so we can talk more about it because- everyone oh, can benefit from yes. hearing what you guys Yeah, to. about
1: blending families,
3: bringing
0: yeah, new people you. in, all of that. We'd love to do a part two. Uh,
1: another landmine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, thank you guys so incredibly much for your time. We really appreciate it. You're great. And um, everyone listening, definitely pick up their book. We'll have it in the X-rated section on our website, and you will be able to find this episode and their expert pages on the site as well. So Go check them out. Thank you guys again so much for joining us. Thank Thank
1: you for having us.
0: Thank you. For everyone out there listening, if you know anyone at all who would benefit from what we've talked about today, please share this episode and everything X Experts. Be sure and click to subscribe, rate, and review our Divorce Etc. podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please follow us on social media, at X Experts on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. You can also find so much more, including articles and even the podcast transcripts on our website at www.experts.com. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter now. When you get X experts in your inbox, you're the first to hear about all of our happenings at events, plus access special discounts and prices. Thanks for listening.